Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding from my viewpoint today? It's a beautiful day. I'm in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia and I am just looking out over lush green hills with leaves that are out and uh, I don't believe it's that way in uh, in New Hampshire right now but we're on our way to getting there and it's uh, I look forward to it with great anticipation. It also happens to be a very beautiful morning. The sun is shining and it fills you with appreciation for all the blessings of God and how he has just poured out all of his his great benefits towards us. So I hope today that you have the opportunity to pause and to express your gratitude to the Lord for what he's done for you. And I'm praying that God will give you a good day of walking in his presence where you just sense his overshadowing work in your life and that your confidence, uh, your reliable uh, uh, confident assurance in him is real and it's uh, uh, governing the way you live your day to day in the presence of God. We have been looking recently in the book of Hebrews regarding faith. We've been noting that Hebrew Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, where we have listed there a large number of uh, saints of the Lord, people of God, that have lived out the the reality of their faith. Many of them had suffered martyrdom. Many of them had gone through uh, very difficult trials in life. Yet because of an overriding confidence in God, that they had an absolute trust in the reality of God and in his work in their life, that it has caused uh, it has made it so that the writer of Hebrews uses that to encourage you today. And I want you to be encouraged by this today. Hebrews 11.39, the Bible says, And these all, meaning those that have been mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, they, were, uh, they have obtained a good report through faith. In other words, all of those people, men and women who served the Lord, were all commended and approved by God, not on the basis of who they are or what they were able to accomplish. Don't ever forget that. But they were approved by God because they were people of faith who trusted Him. Some years ago, I was on a uh, flight. I was going on a journey. I can't even remember where I was going, but I do remember this part that I was in JFK Airport there in New York, Kennedy Airport. And as I was walking from terminal to terminal, I happened to come across this long hallway. And along this hallway, there were little memorials, things set up. There were plaques that were hung on the wall. There were uh, little uh, 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 caricatures or busts of, of individual men and women along this wall. And I, out of curiosity, I stopped and began to read. And these were living Medal of Honor uh, recipients, the highest mission that one could earn from the United States of America. And it was wonderful because it, it recorded, these plaques recorded a little bit about what they were being honored for. 
And it was really after you got done reading down all of these plaques and looking at these memorials, you were struck with the fact that these people were testimonies to courage, to great fortitude. Uh, they were testimonies to people that that uh, that lived out self-sacrifice to their uh, fellow soldiers. And there was just individuals who were just bright testimonies, uh, memorials to the value of courage and faith under difficult circumstances. Well, that's exactly what you find in the Hebrew Hall of Faith. And I also wanted to turn to the 12th chapter of Hebrews, because it's here that having read that uh, all of those individuals who serve the Lord so faithfully, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, Therefore, uh, he's, the scripture itself says, Seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Well, I'm going to tell you, those are thrilling words to be able to read. The author of Hebrews literally says, seeing that we are encompassed about, seeing that we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. Now, there have been some uh, teachers of the Bible had, that have not been careful handlers of the Scripture and somehow have given the impression that these clouds of witnesses, all of these individuals from chapter 11, are somehow being a great cheerleading group that are cheering you on in your walk with the Lord. But that's, in fact, not exactly what the Scripture is teaching here. The Bible is teaching this, that and and Paul the writer I believe is Paul but the the writer is using an allegory of the Olympic games uh, those ancient games that there's this great multitude of people that have participated in the games they are not the multitudes that are sitting in the stands that are cheering the runners on in a race but rather these are former champions in the Olympic Games themselves that are that are that have their faces on a plaque. And all of those faces and those individuals from Hebrews chapter 11 are testifying to one great truth, and that is the value of living out one's faith, one's confident hope in God, one's absolute assurance that God is working all things out for His good, for your good and His glory. That's exactly what those cloud of witnesses is doing. They're not simply somebody saying, well, keep up the good work. They're saying, listen, stay faithful because uh, faith is what will see you through all of this. And as a result of that, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 goes on to say, let us lay aside then every weight. The word uh, weight here in this passage means what's crooked or, or hooked or and, 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 and therefore anything that is attached or suspended by a hook, by its whole weight. In other words, if you, you are an Olympic champion 
you're going to make sure and rid yourself of any weight or burden. Uh, that's the illusion here. If you're a runner in a game, uh, you are very careful not to encumber yourself with anything that was heavy. Uh, therefore, their clothes were made so that it wouldn't so, uh, impede their running. They were careful in their training not to overburden themselves with any kind of wrong food. They would remove anything that would be a hindrance or an impediment. That's what racers do if they want to compete well. Uh, they get rid of anything that would be a burden. Now, that's an encouragement for us today to make sure that as we apply it to our walk with Christ, that we ought to remove anything that would obstruct our progress in, in running the race that God's called us to. And it's fair to apply this to whatever impediments in your life. What would it be? Uh, it's not the same thing in every person. There may be somebody who has a great deal of pride. It may be somebody who is unwilling to humble themselves before the Lord. It may be somebody that has such a love for this world that it overshadows their love for the Lord. Somebody might have a terrible temper. Somebody might have some, some disgusting imagination and per perversity of their thought life. There may be somebody who is insensitive to other people. There may be somebody that values the things of of today's entertainment over uh, the holy worship of our Lord. There are so many things. You know, we could make so much more progress, folks. Maybe you could today. Maybe there's something that God brings to your mind that has become, you think, a personal ornament, but in reality, it encumbers you so that you can't walk with God. And it weighs you down just like a heavy gold in your pocket. So there are there is an encouragement here to set aside the things that would that would keep us from running faithfully the sin which doth so easily beset us. What sin is it that besets you today? What is it that keeps you down? Whatever it is that trips you up, we need to get rid of that. Confess it to the Lord. Ask Him for strength so that you can run with patience the race that is set before you. Patience meaning perseverance. Run the race without being hindered by obstructions, without giving out and fainting along the way. What is it that's holding you back? Get rid of it. Why don't you give it to God today? Take the time to pray and look at the examples of those who have run this same race before us. And then you might be able to keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you today. I hope you're preparing to go to the Lord's house this coming first day of the week. Start there, begin your race well, and God will bless you as you go to serve Him. Keep your eyes on Him, 